0: the squadron. They called him Bullets, but we call him Greg Kelly. Greg Kelly is on the
1: air on the Red Apple Podcast Network.
2: Hey, has anyone checked on CNN? (laughs) How should we check? I I hear there are grief counselors on hand. Are there? I mean, my goodness gracious, that was awesome. (sighs) What did Chris Farley say? Oh, man, I'm sorry about your car, man, but that was awesome. Awesome. Uh Trump at the town hall in uh, uh where was that? New Hampshire. It was awesome. He was uh it was like what was it like? It was like the only Rosie O'Donnell debate in 2015. Do you remember that? Look, we needed this. I needed this shot in the arm, all right? Uh, yeah, these things, you know, I ex- <laughs> These verdicts and all these cases, and he gets arrested. It can, it can, it can bother you. It can, like, not that. I, I doubt him, but it's like, damn it, damn it, damn it, one after the other. We need a win. Well, we got one last night. It was totally spectacular. Um, and he was a statesman. He was a statesman. Now the fake news is freaking out, accusing him of lies. Lie! How could he say such a thing? How could he say that the election was rigged? You know what? We're allowed to have different opinions. The idea that there is one way to look at the 2020 election or even there's one way to look at the war in Ukraine. One way. The state's way. No, no, no. I thought he was brilliant on that. Do you remember? He said, uh, well, let me go through it. What do we have here? Did you guys make some cuts? We did. Do we have anything really good here? Uh, okay. We will start. With, we want to start with the mean stuff. And it was good, though. Nasty person, Caitlin Collins. Did you notice the moderator? She was weird. She got all dressed up. She wore a white pantsuit. And um, that's kind of like a very look-at-me color, don't you think? White, right? And it was, it is, not yet Memorial Day. No white before Memorial Day. Everybody knows that. Where is she from? The Bahamas? I think you can get away with it down there. But uh, elsewhere, no. That's a big-time faux pas. All right. Let's see here. I want to see the part about the war. Uh, Let's go to 25, if you don't mind. Cut 25.
3: And we started... Another hundred miles of wall. In fact, I said to my people, if we start this and don't finish it, and then we had a rigged election. I'm sorry to say it. The election was not rigged, Mr. President. You can't
4: keep saying that all night long.
2: You can't keep saying that all night long. Shut the hell up and become president yourself. Katie Collins, whatever your name. This is the it girl. She looked like a fembot. I'm sorry. What were those robots in Austin Powers? And also, they had other ones in, what was the movie from the 70s that everybody liked? Uh, Valley of the Dolls, right? There's a problem with this person. There is a total pro, like, like most people in television, quite frankly. I mean, they're just crazy. They're just weird. They're just out, out of touch. Uh, let's see here. Oh, this is a good uh, part here. Uh, Ukraine, Ukraine. How about another way of looking at Ukraine? I'm getting a little sick of, uh, You know the the Ukrainian flag all over the place. I love Ukraine. I like I even like Russia to some degree, to a certain extent. I like the people. And when he said he wants what? How did he put it? No more dying. Cut twenty six.
4: No, I don't know any Democrats who have said they don't believe Putin would have been invaded if you were president. But her question is, would you continue to give Ukraine money and weapons if you're elected? Uh, What's the answer?
3: I have a very good relationship with uh, President Zelensky because, as you know, he backed me up with a the, with the phony uh, impeachment. Impeachment hoax number one, when he said... The president didn't do anything wrong. So that was I happened when you to like. So I happened to like. Yeah, that's weapons. right. And it, it was I was totally exonerated, by the way. Just a waste of time and money. You were impeached over that. All
2: right, next one. Cut 27.
3: Let me just put it a nicer way. Uh, if I'm president, I will have that war settled in one day, 24 hours.
4: How would you settle that war in one day?
3: Because I'll meet with Putin, I'll meet with Zelensky. They both have weaknesses and they both have strengths. And within 24 hours, that war will be settled. It'll be over. It'll be absolutely over. Do you want Ukraine to win this war? Uh, I don't think in terms of winning and losing. I think in terms of getting it settled so we stop killing all these people and breaking them.
2: Yes. Yes. Exactly. This is a man who listens to the people. This is a man who cares. It's amazing. It's not a guy with a Joe Biden. Apparently, look, I think there's all kinds of dirt in Ukraine on Joe Biden and Hunter. And that's one of the reasons why we're so invested in on one side of this one side. Big countries have been invading little countries since the invention of countries. But we're all in on one side here. I think we need a little bit of wiggle room. Now, what about this? Oh, Trump is, they want him in hot water for this because he refused to call Putin a war criminal. Well, there's a reason for that. It's very, very actually smart and savvy. Cut 29.
4: Do you believe that Putin is a war criminal? He's responsible for the deaths of thousands well, of people Well, I think this, I think it's something
3: a, that not, should not be discussed now. It should be discussed later because right now we have to get a war. If you say he's a war criminal, it's going to be a lot tougher to make a deal to get this thing stopped. Because if he's going to be a war criminal, are people going to go and grab him and execute him. He's going to fight a lot harder than he's fighting, you know, under the other circumstance. Uh, That's something to be discussed at a later date. Right now, we want to get that war settled. And I'm not talking about the money either. I'm talking about all the lives that are being the number of people being killed in that war is far greater than you're hearing. When they blow up a city and those buildings come pouring down and then they say two people were injured. No, no. Hundreds and thousands of people are being killed. And we have to get that war settled.
2: I love it. I love it. You know what he's talking like? He's talking like a, a guy who's going to be president again. He's thinking very much, when I'm president, he's not just some guy desperate to to win. He's thinking about, there's a damn good chance I'm going to be president. I have to think from that perspective. Candidates don't do that generally. And he's doing that. It's remarkable. It's great to see. Um And doesn't that all make sense? You know what Biden, Biden said? Biden, in the course of, I think it was 10 minutes... He said, Putin is not a war criminal because a reporter asked him and then he had to go back to the same reporter and said, I changed my mind. He is a war criminal. I'm going to play it tonight. It's amazing. It's amazing how he's just, they play with him, right? They play with him because he has no inner conviction. And let's face it, he's in total decline. Uh, you heard that, uh, that woman, Katie Collins, right? Uh, not a nice person. I'm sorry. I mean, sometimes, not all the time, sometimes, you can judge a book by the cover sometimes. All right. Sometimes. And I uh, my my immediate impression of this person when I first noticed them a couple of years ago, mean girl, total mean girl. She's 31 years old, went to Auburn University, had a job at some website and then CNN. And she's telling Donald Trump how to run the world. I mean, come on. Right. You know. I know a lot. I know. I, I know a lot of things. I don't know a hell of a lot more than what I know. I do, right? And I, when I sat down with the president, I mean, he actually knows more than most people. He's been president of the United States. They'd never give him credit for that. Anyway, she's badgering him and just interjecting, and he calls it out in beautiful fashion. Uh, let's see, cut thirteen, cut thirteen.
4: Why you held on to those documents when you knew the federal government was seeking them, and then had given you a subpoena to return? Are you them. ready?
3: Are you ready? Can I talk?
4: Yeah, what's the answer?
3: Can I do you mind?
4: I would like for you to answer the question. Okay. It's very simple to answer. That's why I asked it.
3: It's very simple to you're a nasty person. Yeah,
2: yeah, yeah. yeah. Now you heard she was being nasty, by the way. When she said that's why I asked it, she interrupted again. That's why I asked it. I want to hear that again. You she is being rude and she's doing it on purpose. One more time. Here we go. Cut thirteen
4: why you held on to those documents when you knew the federal government was seeking them and then had given you a subpoena to return. them? Are you them. ready?
3: Are you ready? Can I talk?
4: Yeah. What's you the mind? answer?
3: <laughs> Can I, do you mind? I would like for you to answer the okay, question. Okay. It's very simple to answer. That's why I asked it. Oh. It's very simple to, you're a nasty person. I'm yep. telling you
2: <laughs> and that's the kind of thing you say with your, uh, with your girlfriends who don't like you or something like that with, with people you're competing against or that, I did the same thing once, quite frankly, interjecting a little question like that when they were mid answer. You know, I'd like that's i, I I'd like an answer. It actually happened on TV once. I don't want to talk about it because uh, anyway, um, great stuff. Let's see here. Um, I would like to hear. Oh, then it was about the 2020 election. Look, look, we have evidence that they took advantage of covid, that they changed all the rules. They played all kinds of games uh, because of covid. Uh, People, they were handing out ballots. You know, Pennsylvania said you can vote any old way you want. And that was against the law, totally against the law. And we're allowed to have that opinion. We're allowed that. And, you know, who's to say? Do we have a ministry of truth? CNN, like CNN is the ministry of truth. They're going to tell you what is a what is truth. That's dangerous stuff. And the way they're acting right now on CNN saying that the president lied all night, just blanket, it's a lie. A oh, by the way, Joe Biden, we'll get to him later, but all right, where is this? Cut 15, cut 15.
4: Can you publicly acknowledge that you did lose the 2020 election? Let
3: me, let me just go on. If you look at truth of vote, they found millions of votes on camera, on government cameras where uh, they were stuffing ballot boxes. So with all of that, I think it's a shame that what happened, I think it's a very sad thing for our country.
2: But you can't talk about the election, right? Caitlin, somebody named Caitlin is going to say this stuff. Cut 25
3: again. And we started another 100 miles of wall. In fact, I said to my people, if we start this and don't finish it, and then we had a rigged election. I'm sorry to say it. The election was not rigged, Mr. President. You can't keep saying that all night
2: long. (laughs) Hey, wait a second. Was Chris Christie was on uh, WABC this morning. What the hell, huh? Does he still have dreams of being president? Hey, wasn't he governor of uh, some state at one point? I'm sorry, but you have to have something a bit more recent in your portfolio. When was he governor? Seriously, it's like eight years ago, right? It was a long time ago. Give it up, Chris. Uh, Let's see here. He might be on a mission from George Soros. Cut 23, please. Cut 23.
5: His response yesterday to me was ridiculous, that he didn't even know the woman. I mean... You know, how many coincidences are we going to have here with Donald Trump, Brian? I mean, he must be the unluckiest SOB in the world. He just has, you know, random people he's never met before who are able to convince a jury that he sexually abused them. I mean, this guy, it's one person after another, one woman after another. The stories just continue to pile up. And I think we all know he's not unlucky. Um, that he he engaged in this kind of conduct, but and he talked about it himself in the Access Hollywood tape, and I was there with him when the Access Hollywood tape came out. And let me tell you something, Brian. He was embarrassed. He was embarrassed then. He's tried to change the whole history now, but he was embarrassed then. Look, this kind of conduct is unacceptable for somebody that we call a leader.
2: Wrong. Um, what and, kind of conduct? The kind take leadership again. Wow, what a weak man. And, oh, by the way, we'll never forget Bridgegate. You're going nowhere, Chubby. All right? Nowhere. This big bully keeps on talking about how he's a former prosecutor. Not a prosecutor, okay? Never a prosecutor, Chris Christie. Absolutely not. That is a fairy tale. All right. I know about the political appointment and he got and he was like officially in charge of the U.S. attorney's office. He had never actually prosecuted the case before he got that job. He got it because he raised money for George W. Bush. Okay, now when you're Donald Trump. And 300 million people live in America and you have a billion dollar resistance movement actively recruiting people, specifically women, to come forward and say things about Donald Trump. No matter how outlandish, no matter how incredible, um, it doesn't matter. We're going to put you on TV. We're going to even take it further. We're going to actually arm you with lawyers who hate Trump. And we're going to that is totally conceivable because it's happening. It's not because, like, oh, all this smoke, there's fire. You see what he's doing? Oh, there must be, right, there's got to be something to this. Wrong. Man. And you know what? Yeah, I can see being embarrassed by the um, by the Access Hollywood tape. There's a lot of stuff we do. Hey, think about it for a moment. If a picture came out of anybody in the bathroom, right, that would be embarrassing. I would hate to have a picture of me in the bathroom online. Or if there was a picture of Barack Obama going to the bathroom Guess what? We would all look, and he would be embarrassed. All right? Just because he was embarrassed by the Access Hollywood tape. But did you hear? Do you have that part? Because I've been talking about this a lot. The whole thing of let. Let, let, let. He he emphasized that he used the word let. When you're a star, they let you do anything. They let you. Grab him by the... He said last night, he emphasized that. And I haven't heard him do this before. I've That word means consent and you can look it up i put it up on my tv show the other night i looked it up. i had the cambridge definition of the word let when one allows or gives permission and he emphasized that do me a favor grab that portion okay do we have it or... anyway it was a great night for him terrible 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 night for cnn um and you know why it was terrible for them they're getting it from the right they're getting it from conservatives and they're getting it from liberals Liberals can't stand them. Oh, Alexander Ocasio-Cortez, cut 24.
6: What we saw tonight is a continued demonstration of the sacrifice that women and survivors of sexual abuse across the country of all genders experience and the sacrifices that they make in order to come forward and challenge power. And What? what we also saw tonight was the consequence of doing that. They sacrifice their on- anonymity, they sacrifice their safety, and they sacrifice all of this because we continue to live in a society where an overwhelming amount of structures allow this abuse to happen and find it permissible. I know you said earlier that you will not comment on the platforming of um, such atrocious disinformation, but I would. I think it was a profoundly irresponsible decision. I don't think that it would... I would be doing my job if I did not say that. Um, And what we saw tonight was a series of extremely irresponsible decisions that put a sexual abuse victim at risk.
2: Okay, all right, stop. The bottom line here is this. She hates CNN. She doesn't think CNN should have allowed this. Uh, I think it was great. And by the way, she doesn't mention, and nobody mentions, that they passed a special law. They passed a special law just last year to get Trump. You can't sue somebody for stuff that happened in 1995, 1996. She doesn't even know that. You can't sue people like that. You can't. Because evidence disappears. It's impossible to prove your innocence. It's even impossible to establish whatever the hell happened. You can't do it. But they passed a law to get Trump. Kathy Hochul did it. Queen Kathy. Anyway, did you see what I said last night also about Cuomo? That was just a dry run. All right. I'm sorry. I'm a little bit late. I'll be right back. Greg Kelly on the Red Apple Podcast Network. Title 42 ends tonight. It's going to be a lot harder to uh, control the border. We're not controlling the border. It's going to even be worse. there. There's my Orcus, the guy who always looks like he's uh, um, under arrest. Uh, Let's uh, listen to him for a moment. He's at the White House.
0: Last week, I spoke with the president of Guatemala. Three weeks ago, I was in Panama to speak with the Panamanian foreign minister and the Colombian foreign minister and we are engaged and of Born course brother. secretary secretary blinken is leading the diplomatic engagements diplomacy Engagement. is a key pillar of our effort
2: how about a wall um the question is i want
7: to i want to focus in on
8: uh, black migrants from
7: country's Africa, going to hell Saudi and they're Indian talking nations. about
2: having uh, meetings, huh? meetings meetings oh we talked to the president of guatemala well, the president of the Guatemala is not coming to America, okay? Uh, but about uh, 500,000 people from Guatemala are. How about that? All right. Is she done with her question? No, I don't want to hear this.
7: Many of those countries are too dangerous for black migrants to request asylum. And she gives the example of the African-Americans who traveled to Mexico. Some what? were killed. Oh. Um, they were thought to be Haitian Yeah, migrants.
2: Diego was talking about that, 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 that yesterday. There's anti-black racism in Mexico is like crazy bad. That's never heard about, never ever discussed. Um, interesting. All right, I'll be right back. Greg Kelly,
5: entertaining and informative on
2: the Red Apple Podcast Network. It's pretty wild. Um, when did that Access Hollywood tape come out? That was, uh, eight years ago, S- seven years ago, right? 2016. That's seven years ago, just before the election. Uh, I remember it was a dark day. People were like, oh, boy, that's it. That's it. It's over. A lot of people were saying that, uh, including Reince Priebus, people on his team. Uh, Chris Christie apparently gave up. Nobody would go out and defend him. Hardly anybody would go out and defend him. Quite frankly, I knew I wish him better back then. Uh I, Or you know what? I wish my wife had been involved with the campaign. She noticed something. She noticed something about that statement in the Access Hollywood tape. That nobody else in the world noticed. And I haven't heard anybody talk about it for years other than her, me, and last night, Donald Trump. Okay, so last night, Donald Trump, he made the point that my wife made in 2016 that Chris Christie and all the Trump supporters out there, the surrogates, you know, who are afraid to go on TV, needed to go on TV and say this. Because every time they said he's bragging about assaulting women, he's bragging, look at it, he's guilty of assaulting women. That's It's not true. It's not what he said. And here he is last night explaining it. Can you believe this? Oh, by the way, that they're still bringing this up, right? I mean, it's been litigated. Right after that happened, there was a town hall debate. Hillary tried to make hay out of it. It didn't work. And he won. Two weeks later, he became president of the United States. But we're still going to go over this silly tape. Well, anyway, this this is a great answer. And I'm so glad to hear it from him. All right, go ahead.
4: There was a tape deposition of you from October in it. You defended the comments that you made on that Excess Hollywood tape about being able to grab women how you want. Do you stand by those comments?
3: I said, if you're famous and rich or whatever I said, but I said, if you're a star, uh, you are... And I said, women let you. I didn't say you grab. I said women let. You know, you didn't use that word. But if you look, women let you. Now, they said, will you take that back? I said, look... For a million years, this is the way it's been. I want to be honest. This is the way it's been. I can take it back if you'd like to. But if you're a famous person, if you're a star, and I'm not referring to myself. I'm saying people that are famous, people that are you stars, asked in the people that, that are rich, be a star, people that are powerful, yes. uh, they tend to do pretty well in a lot of different ways. Okay. And you would like me to take that back. I can't take it back because it happens to be true. I said it's been true for one million years, approximately a million years, perhaps a little bit longer than that. So you stand by those comments? Well, I don't want to lie. Mr. Oh, President, Here's what Here's what you want get to say.
6: A rich the and famous person tonight. has
3: no advantage over anyone else. Well, you do have an advantage. And I say unfortunately, but that's the way it is. You
4: said fortunately or unfortunately. Well, but fortunately but Mr. President, or unfortunately we have of for her. Questions to get to-
2: wow, huh? I mean, it's it's true. and Yeah, because I made this point myself. I mean, there's a rumor out there that, well, when it comes to men and women, women tend to like rich, powerful, famous men. Ask any professional basketball player if they know anything about that, okay? I just have a hunch, and it is true, and it's been true for a long time. And it's also true that he was not bragging about assaulting women. The word let. That's all about consent. And I just wish that somebody on his team back in 2016 had been a bit more aggressive about that and not so afraid because the Access Hollywood tape will shut down a lot of people. Ooh, they won the argument as soon as they mentioned Access Hollywood. All right. Is this getting interesting at the White House? Our, our, our country is about to disintegrate. All right. And they're just going to say, well, hold on. That's the administration's response. Okay. Buckle up. Uh, let me hear this.
0: Successfully have done so to the praise of the city of El Paso.
3: Can I just follow up? Our teams in
1: El Paso say that there are hundreds of migrants now in the open, in, in shelter
0: with very limited access to food and water and bathrooms for days. What, why are
3: they being processed? Is that what we can expect?
0: So we are working very closely with nonprofit organizations, with community groups, uh, to uh, really um, uh, deli- deliver a community response. Oh brother,
2: nonprofit the- community groups, is that what he talks about? He's talking about nonprofit uh, and community groups re- to the rescue, right? A bunch of church groups are going to fix the border situation. Give me a break. We need a wall, border security, the authority to throw people out of the country immediately. Uh <laughs> this title 42 thing. And for all those lawyers down there, for all those bureaucrats, for all that machinery of government they can't figure out a way to extend Title 42 or come out with a new and improved Title 42, Title 43, I don't know, Title 52, Title 1,000. Come up with something. All this administration does is write executive orders, executive orders all day long, executive orders. We'll find a way to, d- to make this happen. No, uh, no, 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 no. We can't do that. Uh, I don't think they want to. All right. Uh, Joe Biden, you know, advertised as a middle of the road, you know, all shucks kind of guy, lunch pail Joe. Now we know that he's desperate for power. He's desperate for the prestige and protection that the White House affords. And he will go along with whatever these woke idiots want. And oh, by the way, I don't think they even need his permission to do this stuff anymore. He's that out of it. He's that much of a of a figurehead. All right. So um, what was the other thing? I had another clip. Oh. The E. Jean Carroll stuff. Everybody's still talking. E. Jean Carroll. It's a bogus case. Everybody knows it. All right. E. Jean Carroll is a whack job. Absolutely. Everybody. She's been around New York for a long time. People know her. She's crazy. All right. She's a kook. And she. you just look at her own book. Look at that story I read from The Observer the other day where she says, I'm a child. I'm, I'm basically a child. And then they said, oh, knowing her is to suspend Disbelief, or the willing suspension of disbelief. You can't live in reality when you're living with E. Jean Carroll. It said this in the Observer story, anyway. And Trump brought up some points. I actually, uh, I I've been aware of this. I've told you about it. I've told my Newsmax audience about it. Although I did not know about the cat named Vagina, to be honest. But uh, the other stuff, yes. Keep going.
3: This woman, I don't know her. I never met her. I have no idea who she is. I had a picture taken years ago with her and her husband, nice guy, John Johnson. He was a newscaster, a very nice man. She called him an ape. Happens to be African-American. Called him an ape. The judge wouldn't allow us to put that in. Her dog or her cat was named Vagina. I met her in the front door. She was about 60 years old. And this is like 22, 23 years ago. I met her in the front door of Bergdorf Goodman. I was immediately attracted to her and she was immediately attracted to me. And we had this great chemistry. We're walking into a crowded department, store. we had this great chemistry. And a few minutes later, we end up in a, a room, a dressing room of Bergdorf Goodman, <laughs> right near the cash register. And then she found out there are locks on the door. So she said, I found one that was open. She found one, she learned this at trial. She found one that was open. What kind of a woman meets somebody and brings them up, and within minutes, you're playing hanky-panky in a dressing room, okay? I don't know if she was, he was married then or not. John Johnson, I feel sorry for you, John well, Johnson. Mr. President, can I?
2: <laughs> John Johnson is a good guy. They are divorced now. Uh, John Johnson. We all grew up watching John Johnson, remember? A uh, great reporter and anchor over there at Eyewitness News. He's alive. I wonder what he thinks about all this. Um, all right. Are we done with that? I don't know. Some real good big takeaways. Number one, sorry, Ron DeSantis. (laughs) This is not your turn. This is not your time. Asa Hutchinson, who the hell else is running for president? Nikki Haley. uh, If I were Tim Scott of South Carolina, I'd call off that event for next week. I mean, that's it. It's his. He's the nominee. And not because, oh... You know, there's nobody else. Or oh, uh, no, we're enthusiastically for this guy. All right, we're we, <laughs> and we've seen what he's been through. We know what he can do. We know you guys lie about him like crazy, and your lies are actually dangerous. When you say that he's a threat to democracy, and you try to freak out people who don't know any better, you really try to turn it all upside down. You're you're trying to traumatize people about about him, and you're misleading and you're lying. And maybe you're even you're lying to yourselves. That's what I think. Um, Susan, upstate. Hi, Susan.
7: Oh, hi. Listen, that was, um, I'm not being critical in any way, shape, or form about what Donald's Trump demeanor last night was perfect. So the overall feeling that people got from him, um, I think it really did great benefit to just the truth yeah. about him. I've... But there's a couple small things that I think could have had a big impact I mean, I mean, all right. Now,
2: let me just, before you go into the, I mean, the guy hit, in my opinion, four Grand Slam home runs last night. All right. So, I mean, if we're going to like, <laughs> I guess he could have hit five. So, I mean, that's where I kind of think you're coming from right now. So, what do you think he could have done better?
7: Well, when he talked about Ashley Babbitt, if he would have just said, that she was unarmed and that she was, you know, a former service person. He said that. I think it would have had a lot more impact. No, he said Didn't that. He say uh,
2: she was unarmed. So what? I mean, he he mentioned the name, and we all know, know she was unarmed. We all know. No, I mean, now you're really nitpicking to a to an absurd degree. I love you, Susan, but that doesn't make it. He mentioned the name, and that is so important to us because she was unarmed. We saw it happen on TV, and you see, this guy—you can't write it on a note card, and he's going to come out and remember the note card or take out the note card. All right, and when we speak, we are kind of a little bit, look, as I've said before, he's not the best speaker, but he is the best communicator, probably in the history of communicators. There's a difference between speaking and communicating, actually, a little bit. All right, what's the other thing? Okay, well, Uh, when he starts, You really have a list here, Susan. I mean, come on, we don't get victories like this very often. Now we're like, all right, so what's the other thing?
7: I said it's great, but when he spoke about January 6th, about Mike Pence, when he said to turn back the votes, that didn't make as much impact as if he would have said the electoral votes to the state that requested them and that the Congress... No, no, I mean, all right,
2: uh, you know what, Susan, come on. I mean, I knew exactly what he was saying. I mean, he said, I I, I really think you're quibbling over, like, prepositions or something like that. He said Mike Pence had the authority to send the votes back to uh, the states. And they could have worked it out because the votes were fraudulently, he believes, I believe, fraudulently cast. I mean, I, I mean, I, I don't understand. Okay, he could have said it this way. He could have said it that way. He said it. He said it. I can't believe you. He said you. I got a note here. You say phenomenal performance, but you're nitpicking about this little stuff that makes no sense. To be honest,
7: can I say one more thing? No,
2: if I'm I... done with the critique. I'm done. No, I'm, I'm getting Thompson? aggravated. What?
7: know about benny thompson that the democrats did the same thing all right i know this i know this this is
2: ancient news i know i know and not only uh barbara boxer did it uh jamie raskin did it a lot of people did it i susan something tells me you're not watching my newsmax show
7: i do yes i yeah, do
2: it sounds like a little bit of an occasional drop in you're not up at no. you're not up at 10 p.m hey susan we love you thank you very much uh sandra you're not gonna nitpick him to death are you hello
9: Oh no, not at all. I want to say that uh, Caitlin Collins is too young and inexperienced to take on that agenda. She had an agenda to get Trump, and as Alan Dershowitz would say, so she tried very hard to do that. She kept interrupting him. She was very rude. She tried to be condescending, accus- I can't even say the word. She was accusing him of things. A moderator doesn't do that. And then you know what I learned? I don't know if it's true, but I learned that the the, uh, town hall ended 20 minutes earlier because Donald Trump was doing so well. And then I wanted to say one thing that I really believe he could do. He He could end that war in 24 hours. And I used to say, how would he do it? But he said how he would do it. He would get them together. He would negotiate because he's such a great negotiator. And I believe He could end the war between those two. And I liked the way he kept avoiding
2: her. Yeah. Yeah. No, you're right. It was like they both have strengths and I want the dying to stop. So they ended the debate early. You know, I had to watch it on YouTube and I noticed actually it was like all the YouTube. It was on from 8 p.m. to 930 p.m. That was what was scheduled. But it was over like all the YouTube videos were like an hour and 16 minutes or so. So that means they got out early because he was steamrolling her. Wow. What time did is what? So what happened? At like 8.15, it ended, right?
9: Well, it, it ended at... Um, yeah, no, it, it went on for a while, from 8 till about a quarter to nine. I don't remember exactly, but all I did <laughs> hear was that it ended 20 minutes too early. But then I stayed on the show to see what they say about everything. And the first panel, they were really bashing Trump. But the yeah. second panel... They had half and half, and there was this black man that I love. I don't
2: know who. Byron he was, Donalds, he was. he was great. He happened. Oh, yeah, he's yeah. a congressman from Florida. He was fantastic. As a matter of fact, I'm going to find that. To. I'm going to find it and play it for everybody. It really was good. Thank you uh, very much, Sandra. Yes, it was wild. It's like uh, it's like a funeral is in progress. Their own funeral. CNN. Uh, they have so lost their way. And normal people, previously normal people, like John King, the director of politics over there, John King. The guy used to be at the Associated Press, very bland guy, but, you know, after a while, bland can kind of work for you. And he's got this look of an ex-football player, and he just kind of like, you know, just really seemed like a straight and narrow guy. But over the years, he's become more and more woke, more and more left, uh, horrifically anti-Trump. And today, it was like he was presiding over his own funeral. And oh, by the way, it kind of is, because he's being replaced by, guess what, his ex-wife. His ex-wife is somebody named uh, Doris or somebody like that. I see her on the show. I see her on CNN. What's her name again? Doris Bash. Doris Bash. And apparently she really hates it because uh, Doris was married to uh, John King, and uh, everybody says she's not John King's ex-wife. And anyway, John King's ex-wife is going to be taking her ex-husband's show. But I heard she like wrote a letter to the editor. editors like, I'm not just an ex-wife. I'm this, that, and the other thing. Signed, uh, John King's ex-wife. Sorry. All right, Dor- Doris. Good luck. Uh, Mayorkas insists the border is not open despite the crisis. What in the hell is going to happen tonight? What is going to happen if Joe is such a master government technician, right? He's been around for 51 years. He can't figure out this one. He can't figure it out. Wow. I hope, I pray, something happens, something good happens, all right? I mean, something. We've got all that government we're paying for. They've got to find. It's really a paperwork solution. It's a paperwork solution to keep Title 42 in effect. It's a no-brainer, at least if you know who was in charge. I'll be right back. Uh, Greg Kelly, entertaining and
1: informative. On the Red Apple
2: Podcast Network. Uh, my my Orcas, uh, the DHS guy, is still the DHS guy. Why can't they get rid of anybody? Why can't they fire anybody? It's been two years. Nobody's been fired. Nobody's been let go. The only one who left uh, or anybody who works for Kamala Harris, and they quit. <laughs> they couldn't stand her. Nobody loses their job. We lose a war in Afghanistan. Uh, everybody keeps their job. Uh, we lose the southern border. Everybody keeps their job. And my Orcus, he's got to go. Uh, his affect is so weird, oh, by the way. He was on, uh, are we still playing clips from CNN that don't have to do with the town hall debate? I don't think CNN is going to be around for much longer, actually, but uh, let's go with that one, please.
5: President Biden now says the border is, quote, and I'm quoting him now, going to be chaotic for a while. Is he admitting, for all practical purposes, that the Biden administration is not prepared for what's about to happen?
0: Well, thanks very much for having me. So I've been saying for months and months uh, that we've got a very challenging situation at the border uh, and indeed it's going to get more challenging uh when title 42 comes to an end so this is uh perfectly in line with what i have been saying
2: well perfectly in line with what i've been saying I, i've okay great, great you've been you've been consistent huh you've been consistent that's what you're looking for um we have a uh, it's like i don't know it feels like the country's about to I mean it's going to be like Pearl Harbor tomorrow. This is going to be an awful all a horrendous thing. And we're just sitting around waiting for it to uh right to lapse. Uh this has already encouraged hundreds of thousands if not millions of people who haven't made the track yet to make the track to come because this title 42 has been around for a while. Hey, remember when Kamala Harris got up and said don't come. Do not come. Remember that? Do not come. That was some strategy, huh? Um I think when you're a member of Congress, you're supposed to be kind of, well, a certain that's a certain level of achievement, right? Listen to Jamal Bowman. He's from the Bronx. He's working hard to ruin the country. He's just so giddy because he gets to ride on Air Force One. You know, they, they, they let members of Congress come on the plane when they're going to your district or your area. Well, that happened to Jamal Bowman. So he makes this video when he's in front of the plane, all excited. Let me hear that for a second.
10: Peace and love, y'all. This is Congressman Jamal Bowman, representing New York's 16th District. You know, when I ran for Congress, I ran for the kids to make sure that they had everything they need, and now
5: I happen to serve an amazing district, and I get amazing opportunities. So today, what you see behind me is Air Force One. That's literally Air Force One, the President's plane. You could actually see the President's seal right over my shoulder. And uh, I'm going to be riding on Air Force One with the president
10: to come to Westchester Community College to just, you know, talk about the debt limit, the economy, children, and how to change the world. So, you know, I'm here representing
5: Yonkers, Mount Vernon, the Bronx, New Rochelle. He's Green getting the ride on an airplane, all right? Shore. Let me tell you,
2: I've been on Air Force One. The novelty wears off in about eight seconds or maybe eight minutes. Okay. It's not that big a deal. And people get really giddy and stupid around this stuff. And they get really giddy and stupid at the White House. Ooh, there's so much power here. Well, actually, you're a big, great big target. And, uh, there's a lot of staff infighting. It's much less, uh, much less to it than you might think. Anyway, I'm glad I got that out of my system. I worked at the White House. Oh, by the way, not to brag, but for two years, 2005 to 2007. Greg Kelly, White House correspondent at Fox News. Yep. Every day went to just about every day went to the White House. All right, so uh, are we going to have a country tomorrow? <laughs> are we going to have a country tomorrow? It's a good question. Uh, to be continued, I'll be back. Greg Kelly on the Red Apple Podcast Network. Daughter trying to tell me something this morning. Uh, I was a little bit confused, and the camera was going. What do you make of this? Hold on. What does he do with that thing? mashing potatoes. Mashing potatoes, huh? Ooh, what are you mashing right now? Oh yeah, that's right. She had a potato masher. That's what that was. uh now I okay, it was a potato masher. Yeah. You don't see those things every day, you know? I don't even eat potatoes anymore. You know why? Cuz I'm doing uh, no carbs pretty much. I'm doing keto. And uh I don't know. I'm still I still have this. Maybe it happens when you turn a certain age, but I still have this belly that I don't like, but uh I look. My face is getting thinner because I'm running every day. I'm running about three miles every day. I know it's not five. I know it's not six. Whatever, and I know I'm not going uh, six minute miles. But every day, it's like a habit now. I almost don't think about it. I haven't ever been in this kind of. Even when I was getting ready for the Marine Corps, I hated every second of it. Oh God, I've gotta wear. And I just didn't. It would take me uh, a long time to get out of the house. Now I just kind of, kind of grab the sneakers and uh, and go and go. Granted, I. No, I do it. I do it. Three miles. Anyway, uh, what else? All right, that uh, Donald Trump's going to be the nominee, and uh, Joe Biden's not going to make it. Uh, <laughs> not going to make it to election day. Why? Because those awesome all stars in the House Oversight Committee, led by James Comer, uh, they've got the goods. They've got the goods on on Joe and all that money, not only from China but other countries, including Romania. Listen to this. Cut thirty.
1: While Vice President Biden was lecturing Romania on anti-corruption policies, in reality, he was a walking billboard for his son and family to collect money. Hunter Biden and his associates capitalized on a lucrative financial relationship with a Romanian national who was under investigation for and later convicted of corruption in Romania. The Bidens received over $1 million for the deal. And 16 of the 17 payments to their associates account that funneled the Biden's money occurred while Joe Biden was vice president.
2: And then they went into great detail about um, all these shell companies that they set up LLCs and LLC is not hard to set up, but it's not uh, nothing. All right. It's uh, you got to do some stuff. You got to pay fees and you got to do things. And why do they have 20 LLCs? Why does Hunter Biden have 20 LLCs? And uh, there was lawyer after lawyer because Hunter every now and then tries to say, "Well, I was just being paid. Uh, these are legal fees for my my law firm, Boys, Schiller and Flaxner, whatever it is." But David Boys is a legit lawyer, big time lawyer, heavyweight, major league guy. Um, but Hunter wasn't a major league lawyer, and I don't think this had anything to do with the firm. It was cover. It was like, "Yeah, I'm doing my law firm work," but. This is not how you pay a law firm. You don't pay a law firm to your buddy's LLC, and then your LLC uh, splits up uh, the checks and mails them to your girlfriend and uh, your nieces and your nephews and your uncle. It's just that's not how it goes down. And these people know it. Nancy Mace, do you know her? Republican of South Carolina. Not my favorite. Again, she voted to impeach Trump. but And these guys are already credible. But for the independents out there, whatever, maybe even the fake news, they should Take notice, because Nancy Mace, you know, she's a Trump hater. But listen to her talk about Biden and all this stuff. Cut 33.
9: When Jeremy ran for U.N. Security General, who did he turn to? It appears he turned to Hunter Biden. On June 16th, 2016, Jeremy wrote to Hunter asking if he could meet with the vice president's national security advisor, Colin Call, related to the elections for U.N. Security General. The meeting appears to have happened because on July 2nd, 2016, Jeremic informed Hunter that my meeting quote with Colin did not last very long, but it, it didn't go too bad, I think.
2: Yeah, so it does get complicated and weird, but there's this guy, Vuk Jeremik, who's in business with the Chinese and Hunter. Hunter hooks him up with a meeting with the National Security Advisor to his father, then Vice President Biden, because he wants to be Secretary General of the UN, and somehow he thinks the Vice President can help him. You know, when you're new to this country or you're unfamiliar, you think that anybody, you know, anybody of any status can help you or open doors. Maybe it works that way in other countries. It doesn't work that way here. But the thing is, at least they tried to help him. Why did this guy get a meeting? He got it through Hunter Biden. And I I keep hearing, well, that's not illegal. Oh, yeah. Actually, number one, I'm not sure about that. It looks like uh, Hunter is acting as a foreign agent. And if you don't register as a foreign agent and he didn't register as a foreign agent, that's a felony. You can get in big trouble for that. You know who got in trouble for that? They sent him away. They put him in solitary confinement. Um, uh, uh, Maple, uh, damn it. Maplethorpe. What the hell was his name? The guy, uh, he worked for Trump and he went down, uh, Black Maplethorpe. What the hell's his name? You know who I'm talking about. Oh, damn it. All right. Mm. He worked with Roger Stone, Stone, Blackford. Anyway, I'll find the name in a, about a half minute. I see you guys are stumped as well. I'm telling you, there's a guy who went to jail for this stuff, and he worked for Trump. Why did he go to jail? Because he was a Trump associate. Um, And Nancy Mace makes a great point about this. Cut 34, please.
9: If it looks complicated and sounds complicated, it was intentionally made to be complicated so you could not follow the money.
2: Yep. You cannot follow the money. And I wish that was a longer soundbite because I'm trying to find this guy. And, uh... Oh, man, Manafort, Manafort, Manafort. That's who I was talking about. What do they call him, Mapplethorpe? Manafort, Paul Manafort. That guy went through hell, total and complete hell, and he's an innocent man, and I do believe he was pardoned. That's an amazing thing. Also, Donald Trump said he's going to pardon some of the January 6th people. He's going to take a real look at it. That sets the fake news off. They can't stand that. Now, remember, January 6th, you got to believe it's the worst thing that ever happened to America. It wasn't. Um no we don't. So there's smoking gun evidence that uh, Joe Biden behaved at the very least unethically. And all the headlines today to the extent that they reported on it and it's a very small story in the back of the paper, that kind of thing buried deep down on the website. Uh, no evidence connecting Joe Biden to anything unethical because the money went to the grandkids, the money went to the nephews and the nieces, the money went to uh, Joe's brother, Joe's uh, sister-in-law, all these people. Hello? I mean, common sense is the root here is is Joe Biden. And why would they be paying money to Joe Biden? Really, right? Why? They, some people say, well, what about Jared Kushner? What about jo-? Well, Jared Kushner is an international businessman and he builds things and he makes things and he owns things and he was doing that 10 years before he ever met Donald Trump or his daughter Ivanka who he would later marry when he was single he actually bought a billion dollar office building on 6th avenue 666 6th avenue top of the 6s used to be a great place now it's a cigar bar right club macanudo no 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 the the havana room i've been there once i don't care for it too much uh too much too much cigar smoke i mean you're whatever some people like to smoke cigars i don't even know how um Listen to this, Cut36, Byron
10: Donalds about all this stuff. The Biden family doesn't really have a business. There is no business structure around this family except politics. And since Joe Biden has spent decades in the Senate, served eight years as vice president, and is now president of the United States, and the family's getting money from various countries and foreign businesses through various shell companies and this web of LLCs, I mean, guys, you and the press—this is easy pickings. I'm giving you Pulitzer stuff here.
2: <laughs> yeah, well, <laughs> they're not picking it up. They're not. They're not. They're holding their nose. They're looking down, looking askance. So, oh, no, no, no. And they're protecting Joe. They're protecting. Uh, they're protecting Joe Biden. There's no backing for any of this. Uh, reporters are not intrepid. They're not. They're not brave. They They only move in in packs like wolves. Okay, a uh, lone wolf. No, we used to have them. We don't really have them anymore. So I can't play that soundbite from Byron Donalds and not play what he said a little bit later on CNN after the town hall. So all during the town hall, that obnoxious Caitlin Collins is trying to tell Trump what he should be saying. You have to have this opinion, not that opinion. That's crazy. That's not America. CNN, the Ministry of Truth. And then they have this panel, and they're all outraged because Donald Trump did not say what they wanted him to say, what they thought he should say. He must apologize to E. Jean Carroll. He must apologize for January 6. He must stop calling it a rigged election. Sorry, it does not work that way. Here's Byron Donalds taking on about 80 people at CNN. They had this huge panel of Trump haters.
10: Go ahead. Even if you listen to the last segment with Jake, everything that was just talked about is not on the minds of independent voters – In America, they are focused on the things that are affecting their families, first and foremost. Has my child actually caught up from being locked out of schools for two years? Is fentanyl, which is a major issue in so many communities around our country, is the the president going to do the job of securing our border and stopping the drug cartels from having, having operational control of our southern border? Are we going to maintain the dollar as the world's reserve currency while China's trying to negotiate around the United States? Inflation, yes, the the year-over-year number is trending down, but the impact of inflation on the American family has completely devalued their wages over the last two years. Those are the things that really matter to Americans.
2: You know what? That didn't do it justice. That does not do it justice. And I just got a message here from Brigitte Gabriel. It's actually a tweet. I strongly encourage everyone to watch this master class of Congressman Byron Donalds talk, taking on an entire CNN panel of fake news hacks. Byron Donalds would make a great presidential candidate one day. All right, so do me a favor. I just sent you the whole thing, right? We're going to turn that around. And he just might. Oh, by the way, I think he's a. Uh, he was born in Brooklyn. He's now a congressman from South Florida, the west coast of Florida, I believe. And um, he's really good. He's um, He's all Trump. And happens to be black. Um, what else? I like them straightforward. And let's face it, quite frankly, you know, hey, it's tough to be an American. It's tough to be alive in 2023. Um, it's especially difficult, quite frankly, to be a black conservative. Uh, what they, what, what the mainstream media put them through. And there's so much racism in the mainstream media. And the sense and the idea that if you look a certain way, you have to vote a certain way, you have to think a certain way, it's, it's a reprehensible, uh, vulgar point of view. Uh, but that's how they think. And it goes right up to the President of the United States, remember? Hey, if you have a problem, if you're from me or Trump, then you ain't black. He said that to Charlemagne, right? Charlemagne. I only call him Charlemagne. I don't call him by his full name. All right, here's the whole thing. Here's the whole kit and caboodle, CNN last night featuring Byron Donalds. Go.
10: a couple of things. First of all, town halls are for the voters, not for the press, not for the person who's the moderator. Caitlin spent more time interjecting her own viewpoints or her own look views on the situation. They, those were actually those facts. Though. facts though. Now, facts. are you? Hold on. Are you guys not going to interject your wait, views on here? Do I get a chance <laughs> to speak right, now? If you're speaking okay, false, late, wait a second, wait those wait were facts. The town hall is for the president to speak to the voters of New Hampshire. Not for this back and forth well, with media. Who that's number that? one. Hold on, that's hold on. That's number one. Number two. With respect to Ukraine, I totally disagree. He did not say he was just gonna give over Ukraine the way you intimate, Van. He did not say that. What he said was is that he would actually look for a solution to end it quickly. He put twenty-four hours on it, but let's be very clear. What Joe Biden has done has been a disaster because initially with Ukraine. Joe Biden wanted to give Vladimir Zelensky a, a ride out of Dodge. He wanted to give him a plane ride and it wasn't until people in Moscow in Ukraine here in the United States said this invasion is wrong that Joe Biden reversed course. Do you want a victory uh, well, in Ukraine? Well, do, do, you, do, you, do you want yeah, a victory yeah. in Ukraine? I'm just trying to respond to everything that's been coming up on the table. Last thing, let me say this. Um, we spent 20, 22, 23 minutes talking about January 6th uh, we could have been talking about a whole lot of other issues instead of do- doing that for the first half hour or so. but let me be very clear. what was said in this town hall about national guard troops that were authorized by Clay- by Caitlin was wrong i 'm on the oversight committee. I was in two hearings. On January 6, it was testified in oversight that Donald Trump authorized National Guard troops on January 4. He followed up in a call with then acting de- secretary of defense on January 5, trying to see where the deployment was on those troops. That is testimony in the oversight committee. Everybody testified in oversight committee when Nancy Pelosi was Speaker of the House, except one organization, and that was the Capitol Police. Did you read the because secretary Nancy of Pelosi book? would not allow that. The, it, I'm telling Hold on. I'm telling you what was testified right. to in the oversight and what, committee he, right. under oath. Well, let me just correct you because so what Caitlin
11: was saying was what would the
10: former Secretary of Defense sure. wrote in his book. He said the president sure. did can not. I, just I am telling you thing. what was what, what he testified to under oath. Uh, in I, I, the oversight committee. Congressman, can I just? There ask, are the facts.
6: Go ahead. Do you do acknowledge Donald Trump lost the 2020 election, correct?
10: Again, we're going to continue to talk about
6: 2020. No, I mean it's a Right, right. Now, hold on. Let me we tell you. Are, let me tell
10: you why most voters. Or frankly kind of tired of y'all bringing this up? Inflation, you, border. You don't have the courage to even, express your America. opinion talk, about. I'm what a happened.
6: Republican voter. I'm a Republican voter. Voters want to talk about inflation,
10: election. the border, fentanyl, the debt ceiling, foreign policy. If you want to talk American about the democracy. 2020 election, let's talk about this. We do know that Mark Elias was in many jurisdictions suing to actually change election procedures, which, by the way, is at the hands. Of the state legislature in every state, according to the Constitution, not in the hands of courts, not in the hands of the Supreme Court, the state legislature. We do know that to be a fact. We do know that true. You the- won't state uh, your opinion about uh, actually, factually, what happened in the 2020. You guys election? want me to make a state? And this, is, uh, Frank, let me tell you right now. This is what's frustrating. To to a lot of, a lot of, this is what's frustrating to a lot of people. You want me to state it the way you want me to state it? No, I, don't. I am telling you. I want you to just the answer ideas the question. And the reasons do you believe why certain people do you believe the, the election was rigged the way that they do? I understand why. Now, some people Moving forward it to into you. 2024, a couple of things are very, very clear. The nation is a mess. Our border is overrun. Inflation is crippling every family. Republican, Democrat, Independent. Those are do the facts think, of the matter in 2024. Not 2020. Not 2020. Wow.
2: Who the hell is Anderson Cooper think he is? That preppy from the Upper East Side. Rich boy. Huh? Rich kid. You don't have the courage. The guy has courage courage. Byron Donalds, get familiar with that name. Amazing. I'll be back. Greg Kelly on the Red Apple Podcast Network. Now, here's something we might be able to do. How about all these migrants coming in? They all get arrested for littering, littering. That's against the law, right? There's a penalty for that. You'd be surprised. I mean, Tearing off that tag on your pillowcase is punishable by up to six months in jail. You got to figure out a way to arrest these people. And oh, by the way, it's illegal breaking into a house, breaking into a car, and breaking into a country. Yes, it is. And oh, by the way, it's illegal to litter the way they've been littering. I'm looking at this footage. Oh my goodness, great! This just a. It looks like a a garbage dump. You ever go to the dump when you were a kid? Drop off stuff. Do they still do that? We had a big dump. In Garden City, and it was kind of a treat. You'd go with the heavy-duty trash that the the trash guys, the you know the sanitation workers, going to take. So you, you made a special trip, often on a Saturday, to the dump. And sometimes you'd go as little kids looking around for interesting things to take home. Really a filthy, uh, filthy thing to do. But anyway, we've got to figure out a way to extend Title Forty Two to modify it. We got to do something. We only have a few hours left.
1: Greg Kelly on the Red Apple
2: Podcast Network.
1: This has been a week of strong emotions in our city. One of our own is dead. A black man, black like me. A man named Jordan. The name I gave my son. Oh, so stirring,
2: huh? What a joke. Eric Adams, pretending that he cares about this. He's trying to exploit it for himself. Black like me. What the hell kind of thing is this, huh, Jordan? All right, make up your mind. He's dead, but it's all about you, huh? All right, Jordan Neely, a couple of other things. Uh, Eric, did you do any of these things? Okay, you got so much in common here, right? In 2015, Jordan Neely kidnapped a 7-year-old girl. Hmm? You ever try that? I don't think so, right? Of course not. In 2019, Jordan Neely punched a 64-year-old man in the face. In 2021, Jordan Neely slugged a 67-year-old woman in the face as she exited the subway, breaking her nose and fracturing her orbital bone. Neely was arrested 44 times, Uh, but never faced real justice for terrorizing New Yorkers. The Manhattan District Attorney shares responsibility for his death for creating an anti-law enforcement culture. Habitual felons like Neely should not roam freely to terrorize and prey on innocent members of our communities. Yes, indeed, Vake Swami, and many others. This is, uh, wow, I <laughs> I got to tell you, I did not know about that seven-year-old girl thing until uh, I actually heard it last night. He abducted a child. He attempted to abduct a child. And we're going to eulogize this guy like we eulogized George Floyd, Right who held a knife to a pregnant woman's stomach and threatened the woman and the baby, the unborn baby, unless she gave him money for drugs, right? Uh, you only to say certain things. And you know who determines what you can say? That idiot woman last night on CNN in her pantsuit, right, in all white. And then those jerks in that panel. And then everybody at the New York Times. And then they scare so many into submission, They scare so many. They intimidate others to adopting their perverted rules and standards. Thank God we do not and will not play that game. I'm telling you, freedom, it's really good. Truth, it's the best. These people, they're screwed. They are screwed because there are no standards. Everything shifts. What's fashionable, right? They're just chasing trends all the time, all the time. Not us, though. All right. Let's see here. Uh, Eric in Queens.
11: Greg, thank you. Uh, wow. Waiting on hold. I have so much uh, subject matter.
2: to Well, discuss. pick one and let's get going.
11: All right. Uh, I wanted to talk about Trump in Ukraine and his comments last night uh, were surprisingly very good. Uh, surprising meaning that he was thinking outside the box. And, you know, liberals treat Ukraine and Russia like a football game, right? It's like a childish question. Well, who do you want to win? I mean, come on. These people have no morals or scruples uh, to think that so many people are getting killed, military people, civilians, whatever. Uh, So I like Trump's comment about that. And Trump sees the bigger picture, obviously. He knows we cannot be at odds with Russia and China at the same time. Nixon knew that, and Trump... Has studied that. I know that for sure. Um, and then, of course, bringing up the European Union, not paying their fair share. So basically, the European Union has their big socialist safety net, helping their citizens, but they want us to take our money away from our citizens and give it to them, uh, and to help defend Ukraine. And yep. I find that to be totally unacceptable.
2: And uh, he was very, he was very bold last night, Trump, on these issues, and you saw the audience really applauded. And you know what? He kind of succinctly crystallized the whole issue for us. And a lot of people, you know, even at times, oh, I guess we got to root for Ukraine. I mean, I don't know. I guess what's going on here. I, How about rooting for peace? How about rooting for peace? Thanks, Eric. Uh, let's see. Uh, let's try
12: John in Staten Island. Hey, Greg. I was going to mention, uh, Byron. And President Trump did an awesome job destroying the fake progressive media. Yeah. But two comments I wanted to say quick. Majorca says it's challenging. It's not challenging. He's incompetent. And Jamal Bowen, do me a favor. I saw him on YouTube talking about uh, Neely one time saying, you know, there's things that just happened. I was sitting on a subway. I could have thought of 10 different ways of doing things. All right, Bauman, you're a councilman. Tell us what would you do instead of saying 10 things. He should have been up on that. And one more thing with Eric Adams, when he's doing this eulogy for Neely, I'm going to let him mention the name, Savita Walls. Savita Walls died the year he was thrown for mayor and told people instead of going to the cops, Go work it out with people. You know what? Oh, I
2: know. Yeah, that's the one. That's the one. She heard the fireworks and Mayor Adams, then candidate Adams said, don't call the cops. Go and see if you can work out any dispute on your own. And they were blowing off M-80s and Roman candles and bottle rockets and big firecrackers and cannons and all kinds of stuff. And she went down there to quiet him down and they killed her. They killed that woman. And she was following Eric Adams advice. You're right. I remember that story. What's
12: her name again? Savita Walls. Don't ever forget it. It was in the East New York Projects. And I'm going to put it this way. You know what? Did he show up at her funeral? It's I
2: don't just, know, but it, you know what? It's a, such a great it's, it's a great point. I'm so glad. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Savita. Let me just get this. Savita Wall. I'll look up that whole story. I remember it. The, God, it's a long time ago now, but not that long ago. It was in uh, 2020, in the height of all that nonsense. Yeah. All right, John. Thank you for that. Yeah. Savita Walls. We got to follow up on that. I also got to make a. You ever find yourself falling behind on emails? My goodness gracious. Right. And text messages have become the new email. Right. It's like, oh, gosh. And I you know what I I mean? I love it when somebody sends me something funny and cute, but then I feel like I got to send something funny and cute back and that takes a little bit of effort sometimes and i just like then you just don't do it and then you don't do it and then you don't do it and then you got all these messages and it stinks and then you meet them you see them and you there's that tension like oh you're the one who never responded to me you know what i mean and you got to like dance around that or not acknowledge it and maybe i should just get rid of the phone you know what i mean seriously um it's not helping i actually saw a religious service and the minister gets up and says Uh, everybody bring me whatever you're addicted to, put it up on this altar. And somebody comes up with a pack of cigarettes. Somebody comes up with uh, a bottle of pills, a lot of pills. And somebody came up with their cell phone and put the cell phone there. And the guy held it up and look at this, look at this, look at this. It's a conduit for a lot of bad things. Can't blame the cell phone, I know, but it is. It makes it easier to access a lot of things that are not good for us. And uh, it can be a problem. And uh, even when even when it's not a problem, it's a problem. You know, falling behind, always reacting to things and takes away the the proactive nature of people. Uh, hi, Christine.
13: Hi. What's going on, Greg? Well, on your show last night, you revealed how the fake media is hiding the, the uh, manifest, manifesto from the uh, Nashville Schooner. But I think the reason they're doing that, Greg, is because... Um, They don't want the world to see that many trans people believe that the GOP and Christians are the boogeyman and they have to kill them all.
2: Absolutely. Hey, how's life?
13: Uh, Doing good. I'm going to an interview with my RTC tonight because I plan on running for a board of education.
2: Really? Yeah. All right. Uh, Hey, don't you have to have a you don't you don't have to have a kid in the school?
13: I don't think so. A lot of them have heard me on the radio, then, and they've heard me speak at the Capitol and other GOP events about what's going on in the schools and how I'm against medically transitioning kids. That so. doesn't
2: pay, does it?
13: No, um, but it's a foot in the door, and I want to help make a difference.
2: I love it. I love your uh, your community orientation You're such an important voice. And again, for our audience who doesn't know, Christine happens to be transgender, but Christine made the decision as an adult, thinks it's uh, being forced upon children and it's uh, kids must not be involved in any of that stuff. It's for adults. It's quite frankly, one of the reasons why I'm pretty much okay with Caitlyn uh, Caitlyn Jenner. Kaitlyn Jenner says much the same thing and also does not believe in the the whole sports thing, the whole stuff like with that swimmer from the University of Pennsylvania. Christine, thank you. Good luck as you run for this office. Sounds like a big pain in the neck, too. You know what I mean? Let's face it. It's a bit of a pain in the neck. All right. Good luck. (laughs) I mean, at one point, I wanted to run for office. Did you know that, actually? I thought about running for Congress. I was actually rather serious about it. And I uh, had several meetings with all the people you're supposed to meet with. And um, and then I, uh, oh gosh, I studied all the issues. Then I had to meet with this like extra, the executive committee, you know what I mean? Like the real important people. And and I remember studying. I mean, I knew the issues, but I just thought I was going to be grilled on the issues. And I was studying all night and, you know, I just I was so ready. I was so ready. And I get there and I sit down and it's in this hotel conference room. I'm with the committee. And guess what they wanted to talk about money <laughs> that's all they wanted to talk about. Nothing else. How much money do you have? How much money can you get? <laughs> that's all I was like, oh well I'd like to brief you on my my approach to the situation in Iraq and the Sunni triangle yeah, yeah uh so um, how much money do you think you could <laughs> it's like they had no... I was such an amateur, Tony and Clifton. hello. tony uh quit playing with the phone please no never mind uh robert in suffolk county hi
1: hi greg man what a hatchet job she did on trump but to his credit he stood firm he did not fluster
2: yeah i know he was awesome he was awesome and uh It was very weak on her part. She's a mean girl. I'm sorry. She's a mean girl. I hope she gets that straightened out, and I know her family loves her, and I know there's a plan for her life as well. But in the meantime, she's got to, like, first of all, she's always scowling at people. You know, they kicked her off the morning show, and she was terrible on that show. And it's not like, I mean, look, everybody gets kicked off a show eventually, but, um, uh, it was like nine months later. It was nine, it was nine months. They had that old big thing, Don Lemon, her, or some girl named Tippy, and they were all going to have a show together. And one by one, they went down because they stunk. You know, there's more to this stuff than they realize. Uh, you know, there's too many executives in television think it's all about, you know, finding the hottest girl you can get. And the slickest guy you can get, you know what I mean. If they look great on camera, then you got to show it. Doesn't work that way, and they're always finding it that out the hard way. Let's do one more, Larry in Brooklyn. Yeah.
12: Hi, Greg.
11: You know, I don't, I don't. I'm not claiming that I'm a constitutional expert, but it seems to me that these migrants are coming in and they're getting all their expenses paid for to the extent that they don't have to work. Now, there's a lot of people that are uh, that don't get section 8 they don't have they can't, they they get welfare or they get benefits but they don't get section 8 they don't get the full package i don't understand why uh, why lawsuits couldn't be brought under the equal protection clause of the constitution these people that don't belong here are being given more than citizens where where are the republican lawyers it seems like we could get some activism going if people want to donate their time lawyers want to donate their time
5: yeah,
2: lawyers, huh? They're just the kind of people to volunteer their services. I know. I, uh, I don't know. Yeah, you know, you make some good points. I don't understand all of them. Uh, it gets a little complicated, but, uh, I think you're on to something there. And I have not heard of any lawsuits filed by any groups. You know, they go crazy. They went crazy to all the Republican initiatives. Right. I mean, uh, they were being sued uh, by the Southern Poverty Law Center, the ACLU, the ACLU NYC, the ACLU National. Uh, remember the misnamed Muslim ban? Remember the freak out there and all the lawsuits and everything was going to that that one judge in Hawaii? You know, it's amazing how one judge can turn everything off, everything. One federal judge can reverse a president. It's kind of funny how that happens sometimes. All right. Give me a moment, please. Greg Kelly on the Red Apple Podcast Network. Uh, do me a favor. I want to play that again where Trump complains about the uh, situation. Yeah, go four back. Okay, it's four that I sent you back. One, two, three. Okay, where he he's. This is stuff that we needed to know uh, about E. Jean Carroll. All right, go.
4: There was a tape deposition of you from October in it. You defended the comments that you made on that Excess Hollywood tape about being able to grab women how you want. Do you stand by those comments?
3: I said, if you're famous and rich or whatever I said, but I said, if you're a star, uh, you are... And I said, women let you. I didn't say you grab. I said women let. You know, you didn't use that word. But if you look, women let you. Now, they said, will you take that back? I said, look... For a million years, this is the way it's been. I want to be honest. This is the way it's been. I can take it back if you'd like to, but if no. you're a famous person, if you're a star, and I'm not referring to myself. Uh, don't keep it up. Famous people that are stars, in the people that are rich, to be a star, people and that said, are powerful, yes. uh, they tend to do pretty well in a lot of different ways, okay? And you would like me to take that back? I can't take it back because it happens to be true. I said it's been true for one million years, approximately a million years, perhaps a little bit longer than that.
4: So you stand by those comments. Well, I
3: don't want to lie, Mr. Oh, President. Here's, we have a what, lot of here's what she Mr. wants President, me to say. Let's
4: a get rich to the and famous person tonight. has
3: no advantage over anyone else. Well, you do have an advantage, and I say unfortunately, but that's the way it is. You
4: said fortunately or unfortunately, well, fortunately Mr. President. or unfortunately for her. We have a lot of for her. questions to get to.
2: All right, I sent you another one too. This is the big one. It talks about John Johnson. This woman was totally crazy, and that had happened and oh by the way, they passed a new law. You know they look to say, what do they say oh donald Trump is uh he's not above the law. cut eleven you know he's not below the law either. Here's the the attorney horrible uh partisan she represents Ashley Biden. she represents Mary trump, the trump hating niece. Cut eleven, please, cut eleven.
3: As Aaron pointed out, this is the first time a jury has, has ruled against Donald Trump in a case like this. What does that mean?
9: I think it means that in our country, no one, not even a former president, not even a star from Celebrity Apprentice is above the law.
3: Stop. Donald that's Trump the like-
9: problem.
2: That's the problem. You guys, you, he's not beneath the law either. And that's what you've done to him. You have not given him the benefit of the law, the protection that we're all entitled to, especially the Sixth Amendment and you went out of your way they passed a new law we got thousands of laws on the books you passed another one just so this woman could come forward with their phony baloney case kathy Hokel did it last year that empty headed zero all right and that's why cuomo picked her oh by the way because she knows nothing all right i'm getting angry again uh barbara will calm me down barbara yes thank you hi
8: okay hi greg yes let's calm ourselves down me too Um, I'm, you know, I'm hearing these things coming from the press and reading about Benjamin Franklin's comments about freedom of the press, which he supported 100%. But he also knew that the free press must be checked by a vigilant and jealous public energized to protect liberty, because Franklin said that in many ways, the press's power resembles those of a court. It has the press has the power to judge sentence and condemned to infamy citizens, both public and private. And it can do this without sworn witnesses. It can do this without being governed by any of the rules of the common courts of law. It may use anonymous sources. They don't suffer anything for lying. And yet any source can be used anonymously to accuse anyone of anything in the press.
2: Would you send me that, please? Would you please send me that, Barbara? Again, Sometimes I okay, use these okay. quotes. I love it. I love it. Ben Franklin, where did we get such men? huh? How were we so lucky? Barbara, I appreciate yes. it so much. Would you maybe please send me that?
8: I will, yes. Okay. I will oh. send that to you. And All right. Okay. And
2: overall, your overall thoughts on last night?
8: You know what? I recorded last night. I have yet to watch it. The first thing I watched today was my recording of your show huh. last night. And I have yet to be able to uh, find the time to watch it, but I I will. But I I know what I'm going to see, and I'm going to enjoy seeing Trump at his best because I agree with you. He is the best communicator that I have seen, even if he's not the most polished. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. He communicates so well. Yeah,
2: it's awesome. And there's.
8: It tells the truth.
2: There are some things in there that did not make the news either that I think you're going to enjoy. So uh, and everybody should watch it every by the way, which is, oh, by the way, they make it hard to find online. I'm glad you recorded it. They don't seem to want everybody to see it. Uh, All right. Thank you, Barbara. Jason, very quickly. Then I got to go. Yes, Uh, Greg,
1: I want to make a comment and a question.
2: All right, Jason, as Um, I said, very quickly and I got to go. So go ahead.
1: The Republican leaders should allow the government to default. Trump said it last night. He would agree, and I agree with Trump. He should do that. Uh, The uh, the Republican leader, the Democrats are not going to like it, but it's you see. Yeah, I know. I heard it. It might. It might.
2: It might work. It might be the time. I don't know. Keep going. What else? It's all about the money. They need the
1: money to take care of the illegal aliens.
2: Yeah. All right. So what's else?
1: Okay. The comment is Trump should make Biden. President Biden, an offer he can't refuse. This is the offer. He has to resign, and Harris has to resign. Trump comes back in, brings the country together, and we'll have peace in the world. And then Biden has to tell the American people that he lied and deceived to win the election.
2: All right, interesting idea. Uh, although you never know. It's I know it sounds crazy, but hmm, hmm, hmm. A pardon for Joe Biden, huh? Could something like that. Actually, you can't actually make that promise ahead of time. That's illegal. No kidding. I'll see you tonight on Newsmax at 10.
8: Traffic jams, tailgating, pileups. Ugh, the joys of driving. How could it get worse? The federal government wants to have a say in what you drive. That's right. The Biden administration's EPA is pushing mandates that would ban two out of every three vehicles on the road today.